guys, hello everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, part 18, <laughs> The Secret of the Dark Duchess. Today is May 2nd, 2021, and you are loved. That is an important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Ghost of Saltmarsh, Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, Tomb of Annihilation, Tyrant Security, as well as many more to come. We upload three times a week, and we are also found anywhere audio casts are made available for free, including, but not limited to, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, I think, because they don't, it's not like iTunes anymore. It's not through the same app. It's whatever. We can find us there wherever they're made for free. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us once again on that Patreon or wait. I pressed the wrong button. There we go. Hello. We are back from the break screen where it was momentarily because I, I fat fingered the button. Hello. There it is. The Discord link off to the side. You can join us there. Um, and of course, uh, we will do our best to respond to those questions in kind. But if you already support us on YouTube, you already support us on Twitch and Patreon and all of those other places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this wonderful show even more? Guess what, buddy? We got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, that is Indoor Adventure, no S at the end, you can get, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, clocks, aprons, and most importantly, we also have face masks. That's right. We have a multitude of styles of face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them. We like to call them Tiamat masks that are done up in her five glorious chromatic colors designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201. So if you would like, uh, and all of the proceeds of those masks end up going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indooradventure.redbubble.com. No S. And with that, that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, Satan, who are you playing today? Hey, everyone. My name's Satan, or let's up on the internet. And I'll be playing Kuori, the Goliath Eldritch uh, Knight. Um, and we both use she, they. Oh, hi, everybody. It's me, Liz Mac. Uh, I will be playing our sweet bean rock gnome cleric, Lydia, tonight. And we both use she, her pronouns. I am the indoor adventurer, and tonight I shall be playing his heart, Wood Elf Druid. We both use he, him. I'm going to assume it's me, Greybeard, Greybeard Stafford, and tonight I'll be playing Westloy Bumblebrook, the Phantom Rogue. Hey, everybody. I'm Wings, also known as Danae Keener. I'm going to be the DM for tonight. Let's get right into it. Sovereign of Summer's Lost, General of Winter's War, Long Live the Queen of Cold and Frost. May she reign forevermore. When we last left off, I believe that you were all getting ready to leave Karkalok. You had revealed Yarbnok for being a uh, not exactly who he seemed. Uh, turned out to be a gnome named Spellix Romwad. It's not Romwood. It's Romwad. Uh, <laughs> Icewind Dale and its names. Um, 
But yes, you had revealed the uh, chieftain of Karkalak to be a gnome named Spellix Romwad. Uh, he was dethroned and demoted. Um, from what you can tell, they seem to be keeping him on as uh, an engineer of sorts uh, so that his skills can still be put to use. Uh, however, he is no longer going to be involved in politics, it seems. Um, today, we are going to basically do some fast traveling as you guys uh, head across the entirety of Icewind Dale uh, on your way over to the coastline. Um, uh, after talking with the players a little bit before game, it sounds like you guys want to go back through uh, 10 towns in order to stop at a, a store along the way and pick up some magic items. And we also have like had people turn in quests for us. So aren't we also collecting even more money from like one or two of these spots? Um, you got most of that back okay. um, a while ago. Um, I can double check and see if there's any reward for the uh, for 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 uh, bringing the treaty um, from Karkalok to um, to Ten yeah. Towns. I. I, I believe that there is a reward, but honestly, I feel like yeah, I, I feel like Stag doesn't know he's supposed to give that to you. I think that one's just lost. That one's going to Stag, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, for sure. He, he spent that on pancakes. Like yeah, Rocky turned in our ago. Rocky turned in our our quest, but I think the most paid one was a few copper for like a few knucklehead trouts. Yeah, you've already gotten all of those. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. 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 You got all of those. Uh, you got all of those. The episode that uh, that Lydia betrayed you all. So oh. I can I can imagine why you'd forget oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I forget that because I was too distracted by the stabbing. By the mm -hmm. actual betrayal. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. by the actual betrayal. We love yep, you, yep, Liz. Yep. <laughs> never. I would never. I can replay so, that episode for you right now. <laughs> so I you will be. It. You will be heading back through uh, through East Haven, back up the East Way. Uh, you're going to get some serious deja vu as you're heading up that direction because it's it's literally that you're going to have to travel on the same road that you did uh, when you were attacked by cultists uh, and then uh, found Sephic and Hart's brother, and then a magic ring spirited you away to the tri uh, to the cave of the bear. Um, and now, now you're here in Goblin Town. So that's that's basically uh, a, a whole. But you, you all are going to be dealing with that. You guys have to start heading back through uh, ten towns. Uh, for the time being, I actually would like to uh, kind of hop away from the main group and see what Wesloy Bumblebrook has been up to. Uh, Wesley, when we last left you, you were uh, singing a, a lovely shanty about Luskin ladies uh, and uh, heading up over a snowdrift. Um, and instead of heading home, uh, you actually took a hard turn to the west and started heading on foot directly to the coastline. And all of this time, you've been slowly making your way across the tundra uh, in the direction of a particular shipwreck. Um, once you got close to where you knew that you were going to find uh, the Dark Duchess, uh, you came across a encampment of Duragar. Here's the thing about Duragar. They are tricky because they can turn invisible. The comings and goings of uh, 
of Durga are hard to track because you can't see them. Fortunately for you, you can basically be invisible yourself, just as good in your ghillie suit. Um, but in that, in the meantime, that's that is kind of what you've been up to. By the time we come back to you, you will have uh, found this Durgar encampment, and it's worryingly close to the Duchess. Unfortunately, you know you can't take them all on on, on your own. Persons. All right. Um, Back to the group. Um, have we decided on anything to purchase? Um, so the bag of holding. Bag of holding. Yeah. Um, I would like a um, two things. One is for fun, and the other is. Uh, a little bit more for fun. I want a pot of awakening, if that's all right with everybody. I want to, okay, because Ravison has a talking plant. I want to awaken a shrub at one point. Right. I was like, I was trying to remember what a pot of awakening was. Yeah. And I remembered, like, it, I think it was like the brazier of the elemental. No, it's literally no. like it's the common magic item that turns a plant into like a sentient thing for like an hour or something. Uh, gotcha. And then the other was a Pearl of Power. Ooh. Uh, a Pearl of Power um, will basically hold a spell slot for you, won't it? It's um, it's several spell slots worth of power. Oh, nice. Yeah. Neato. Right, because you, uh, you could either do one high level or, like, multiple lower level ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, nice. Uh, and then you can also utilize those spell slots. Even uh, I can utilize those spell that uh, thingy even when I am in starry form because it's an item. Like I'm, I don't have to try too hard at it. So that is why I would prefer it. Yeah. I was thinking of getting something like that, like a ring of spell storing or something, but I don't know how much that would be. A pot of awakenings eighty five, and a pearl of power is four hundred. Going off of the uh, off of the DMPG price. Uh, we are using the DM's Sane Prices Guide. No, not Sane Prices. Uh, uh, the DMPG. DM's Practical Guide uh, to Prices. Uh, for uh, pricing our magic items. So if anybody wants to look that up, uh, there's several different sources that give specific prices for magic items because uh, the DMG only gives a range of prices and that's not helpful for me. Okay. Uh, actually, depending on how much we have, uh, I would like to purchase a Pearl of Power as well. I like using my spells, but I only have three spell slots. Sounds expensive. Yeah. Uh, Pearl of Power is uh, under the price guide showing at 400 And according to our uh, treasurer, we have just under 4k. Damn. Alright, go I off, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know we had that much. <laughs> we had a lot because of those gems, too. Because yeah. we had extras of those gems. Yeah. This isn't even including my gem. I'm still holding on to that. It's in my, yeah. it's in my staff. Alright, so you wanted a Pot of Awakening, uh, two Pearls of Power, yes. one for Quarry, one for Heart, mm -hmm. um, a Bag of Holding? Question mark? Yes. Yes. Okay. Or Lydia. <laughs> 
Uh, anything else? Uh, I, I, got. I would like to get uh, just it's it's actually pretty simple. Uh, I just would like some boots of elven kind, okay. uh, which make me super quiet, and mm -hmm. I get advantage on stealth checks. Therefore, right. approximately. I, I, I can respect that. All right. Uh, can you crunch the numbers on that and deliver the verdict? Uh, in the meantime, I'd like a wisdom save from Kawari. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, I don't like that. Uh, six. Awesome. Okay. Um, heart. You still keep on having these dreams of chanting. Um, they do just kind of over, like overshadow your normal visions of uh, basic things that happen in the future. Uh, I will say that until you hit the coastline, nothing of interest really occurs. Uh, every now and then, you'll run across some wildlife in the tundra, and you know there's a combat. Uh, but you guys are level five now; you can handle a polar bear. Uh, or, you know, whatever else you uh, encounter on the, on the tundra that, you know, doesn't have plot significance. We're reaching that level, folks. Um. <laughs> but yes, you do continue to have those dreams uh, and, and the, the, the chanting that overshadows them somewhat. Uh, the farther west you get, the louder the chanting becomes. Um, and it, it does start to affect your ability to sleep. Give me a constitution save. Can't hear you. And I said, why is it always me? Yeah, and then I got a total of 12. 12, all right. I don't know, man. You keep on giving me excuses to give you nightmares. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 12 is pretty good. Um, you're able to uh, trance fairly well. I think that if you were trying to sleep, it would be difficult. Um, but you have reached a level of focus that still gives you a uh, restful rest whenever you need it, basically. A resty rest, got it. Uh, a, a rejuvenating rest. Um, so yes, so that's heart. Oh, what should I do with you, Lydia? Lydia. Um, do you like get some, do you take tabs on what's going on with your brother uh, when you head back through 10 towns? So yeah, I would say that every night that, um, I do want to RP the first night of travel just for humor me. Um, but every okay. night that we don't experience combat, uh, right before we go to bed, I'll use one of my third level spells to cast sending mm -hmm. and um, just like check in with Lucas, make sure he's alive, ask how mm -hmm. everything's going. Um, 
Well, the good news is you do have your horses and your axe beaks. So travel is really expedited for the most part. Um, You get the idea that you'd be going a lot slower if you were going on foot. And once you actually hit the roads, uh, you go twice as fast as you would be if you were uh, going through the snow, which is something I hadn't thought of before. Uh, Going through 10 towns is pretty expeditious. Excellent. Um, Well... The first night that we are traveling, um, when it gets dark and time for us to find a snow cave or anything uh, like that, um, Lydia instead says, wait guys, I have something to show you. We don't have to worry about snow caves anymore. And she'll take 10 minutes to ritual cast Lydia's tiny hut. and so it, what happens is you see this dome appear that has the consistency of freshly fallen snow. Um, and when you walk through it, there's this space that is enough for all of us to rest. Although it's, it's a tight bend down squeeze for quarry um, as I believe it's only seven feet tall. So it's a um, eight feet tall. So it's just like, eh, okay. Yeah. It's I can, a little I bit of a squat squ- in. It's fine. It's a little bit of a squish for you. Um, but looking out, we're able to see through it completely, but all along the edges, um, there's this soft lavender purple and silver glow that mark the edges of the hut. And if you look up at the top, it almost looks like there's little snowflakes falling from the apex of the, of the hut but now we have somewhere warm and safe and quiet that you don't have to worry about digging a snow cave at least most nights yeah no this is uh this is perfect thanks um of course in the tiny hut uh are you are you visible from outside of it if somebody's outside the hut can you see inside no no awesome that's super good yeah, looking looking at it from like outside, it looks like a snowdrift. Oh, I love it. That's so. that's it's fucking adorable. Uh, it's basically a snow cave that's warm, and you don't have to dig it. You don't have to dig it, and you know we can see out of it. Uh, and nobody can enter it unless you have unless you allow unless them. I allow them permission. No creatures can enter it, and it lasts for eight hours, which is how long a long rest lasts. Excellent. Uh, well, I, I measured it out on the map and I mathed it out uh, with your dogs. You're going to be able to, uh, like, from start to finish, uh, your your travel is going to be about seven days. Okay. So that's how it goes. Um, is there anything else that we need to cover through Ten Towns before we get through? Um, you hear that your brother has been sent home, uh, to handle something in Tourmaline. Uh, it seems that, uh, there's something wrong with the gem mine, uh, and your father actually specifically requested that Lucas, uh, handle that. Uh, and he has assembled a group of ragtag adventurers, uh, and they have delved into the mine. Yeah, Lydia will definitely, on nights where we don't have any sort of combat, just like, 
hey bud it's me just checking in how are you doing literally like i think i get 19 words with third level sending it's uh but just, 25 25 25 word therapy sessions every night of, of just you know how are you feeling remember to take time for yourself you know i love you very much give snowball some scritches for me Aww. um make sure and you're drinking water stay hydrated uh but literally just like i get two third level spell slots so if there's been a quiet day on the road then i'm definitely because i can ritual cast tiny hut um i'm definitely using both to uh just check in with lucas right before i go to bed and just yeah just a little little 25 word therapy sessions i'm i'm sure that uh at some point during that week uh you and we don't use weeks here i tried so hard not to say week we use 10 days here uh but i'm sure during the the course of that those seven days um you get a response from lucas and he tells you all about how the trip into the mine went um but that has not yet been determined how that went so we'll have to retcon that and uh let you know um maybe perhaps on this very channel we will find out exactly what happened with lucas in the mines of tourmaline uh but uh I i feel like we've handled everything that we wanted to in 10 towns uh time goes on uh there are blizzards and weather and uh animals to contend with um and you eventually come to a point where you reach the coastline uh Kawari, give me a survival check okay uh Guides. thanks god i'm rolling so fucking shit Add a D4 to that, heart's guidance. (laughs) I don't think it's going to do much. I rolled a six, so eight. I rolled a six for my wisdom saving throw, (laughs) and then I rolled a six for survival, so eight. All right. Jesus Christ. So um, the closer you get to the Sea of Moving Ice, you, you know that you're getting close because there is this terrible fog that comes up off of the water uh, to the point where it's not necessarily a blizzard, but there is so much particulate in the air that you can't see more than a few feet in front of you. Um, so you're walking along and you eventually come to a point where you... There, there's not much difference between ice and and solid ground. Uh, and you have to be careful about where you're stepping because you could very easily just like walk into an ice yeah. flow and then that ice flow breaks off and then you're just in the sea of moving ice now. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're trying to be very careful about that. Um, you eventually come to a place that has just a, a pole sticking up in the middle of the ice. Uh, There is all of this fog surrounding you, uh, ice particulate in the air, um, and it's it's, it's very silent hill. There's nothing else to interact with but this pole sticking up and a little, like, bell hanging off of it. Because I'm me. This is uh, this is more me than Corey. She's just gonna ding it. Ding. Nothing seems to occur. 
Um, I don't like this. Uh, and the, it's just uh, fog and snow. Fog, snow, ice. Pole. Ice. Pole. Um, Bell. Bell. Okay. Koi, Lydia, Hart. I read the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck, fucking ice witch. Um. Hart. Head at. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Hart is going to take out his lantern of tracking elementals that he was given. Um, mm -hmm. And he is going to pop it up. So if there is mm -hmm. an uh, any creature within, uh, or yeah, any creature within 300 feet of the elemental type, the, the flame burns a bright green. And the lantern doesn't mm -hmm. pinpoint its location, but it would at least like, hey, it's a danger lamp and it's also a light source for us. Sure. Uh, get, roll me a d100. <laughs> Why? Um, that is a 30. 30? Alright. Nothing special from the lamp. How long do you wait around? Um, I mean, it burns for six hours on one pint of oil, so I'm just, I have it up. Like, I will hang it onto my staff so that way it's just going while we walk. Just as, like, a warning sign. Like, hey, just in case. Or oh, yeah. there are any Chewingas nearby, because they're also elementals, uh, I think. Yeah. Have you have you basically just treated the bell like a uh, like a novelty? You just ring it and go, like, hmm, nothing happened, and then leave? Yeah, or are you going wait, to wait, a few minutes. wait around and see if anything wait. happens? Yeah, wait a few minutes, uh, but if nothing happens, she's just going to suggest we keep moving. Um, All right. I think Hart would probably ask Kawori what the purpose of the bell is. I do not know. Then Hart will just look over at Lydia and see if she knows it all. It, it seems strange that it would be all the way out here and not serve a purpose. Well, what if it's like... Give me, give me a perception check at disadvantage, everyone. Um, I, yeah, uh... Of course one of them's a natural 20. Fuck this. Um, uh, 10. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Uh, 18. Wow! 18. Nice! Okay. Uh, as you're all standing around discussing what the bell could possibly be for, um, Lydia, you notice two things. Uh, the first thing is that you guys are out uh, on the ice a little bit further than anticipated. Uh, you can hear like the cracking uh, and uh, of of ice flows and the lapping of waves. Um, you're you're actually fairly close to the to the ocean, which you know you and you expected, but maybe a little bit more so than anticipated. You can't see it, but you can hear it. Um, the other thing is, is that there is a, a, a small, like, dip in the water, uh, like, a few feet away. Uh, there's a, there's a, a crack in the ice, uh, and there is a large shape just kind of underneath the shallowest part of the ice. Um, I, I want to say, like, <sighs> how big is this? Um, let me look something up real quick. 
Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's gotta be 50, 60 feet long. Oh! Um, does it appear to be moving or shifting at all or stationary? It's pr- it's holding pretty still. Hey, uh, but there is something under the ice. Hey guys, I don't mean to alarm you, but there appears to be something underneath the ice. Well, yeah, the the water is, right? No, 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 big, 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 big underneath the ice. I don't know if it's moving. I don't know if it's like some kind of wreckage or <gasps> What if it's like friend? Mm, friend, like friend that's the lake creature yeah yes. there is there oh. is a hissing sound and a spout of water blasts up into the air uh like a geyser heart just screams <laughs> so loud you hear a uh, rumbling and cracking of ice as that shape begins to kind of move and submerge um, there's more cracking and rumbling. Uh, you can feel the ice beginning to sort of move underneath you as it does so. Uh, yeah, I imagine like you're backtracking away from the bell. Uh, Running and you so see, fast. Yeah. <laughs> see a shape uh, cut through the fog. Uh, there's this enormous uh, twin pronged uh, flatness uh, that just kind of comes up into the air up out of the ice and then slaps back down into the water as a whale tail uh, and it seems to submerge that is both beautiful and terrifying I'm pretty sure Hart's crying <laughs> oh of course he's gonna hold him are you okay <laughs> nothing needs to be that big why was it so big what is this God's forsaken place? It's just a whale heart. It's just a whale. I thought it was like a lake, but bigger. But that kind of thing doesn't live in a lake. I hate the ocean. This is a terrible place. <laughs> it's okay. Right, okay. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. Well, heart. So it is like a lake, but bigger. So you know how there are fish in the lake. Yes. And not sometimes. Like that. But sometimes the fish are big, right? Yes, and then a bear will eat them. Oh my god, are there ocean bears that will eat that? Well, I mean, it's no. <laughs> not bears that live on the ocean, but on the ice, there's polar bears. We've seen polar bears. Those are the same size as regular bears. Though. They eat those things? No. No. They're too big. Um, yeah, it uh, looks like it could eat the bear. Yes, this goes but, against everything I, would, I know. Well, but, but usually whales don't eat people or meat; they eat krill, which is yeah, a tiny, really tiny, tiny fish. fish, which is a very small kind of meat. Which is a very small kind of meat. Um, so, but we're fine. You're you are you are valid in your fear, especially because had we been standing close to that, we would have been thrust under the ice and into the freezing ocean and potentially not been able to swim to the top because there's that whole thing where when you get dived Shh. into under the ice, you don't Lydia, know which way Lydia. I know You're that part. Lydia. I've had multiple dreams that that's happened. On this trip alone. Oh. Wait. Okay. okay. I was going to okay. say, don't get this twisted. Whales are obligate carnivores. They, they only choose. eat meat. 
Small meat, though. Small meat. Oh, wait, I'm small meat. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's, I don't like let's this calm place down. Anymore. Yes. I want to go okay, back to the glen. Let's, okay, okay. Let's calm down. Deep breaths, everyone. It's okay. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Okay. I don't As you like move away here. from the bell, yeah. uh, comforting heart. Uh, I want to say perhaps uh, one more day passes as you uh, begin to scour the coastline. Um, the fog does not break. Uh, it becomes thinner uh, and it becomes thicker, but it is ever present uh, as well as the eternal uh, lapping of waves uh, and the ever-present cracking of ice, uh, as it seems that this ocean is aptly named, uh, the ice is always on the move, um, which makes you concerned about the likelihood of finding a, a shipwreck that it could very well just be going anywhere at this point. Um, uh, another day passes, and uh, I would like another perception check. Also at disadvantage. It is foggy. Jesus Christ. Six. Seventeen. Twelve. Six, seventeen, and twelve. I've been rolling very well. Uh, for unrelated reasons, uh, Wesloy, give me a stealth check. <laughs> unrelated reasons. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, <laughs> none of you spot anything out of the ordinary. Uh, however, you start to uh, make your way down into a dip. Uh, there is a, a little bit of a canyon formed out of the ice. Uh, and you reckon that it's possible that there could be a ship down here. You should probably get a closer look. So uh, you find a way to sort of pick down into this canyon um, and looking around, you don't really see anything of uh, interest. Except Kawori, there is a, a, a flash and a sparkle of something that's familiar to you. In fact, you seem, you feel drawn toward it. It just feels familiar. I can't pinpoint it. It feels familiar. How far away is this thing? Very close. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see it otherwise. Okay. Easy um, fog. Okay. Um, Corey will point it out and just ask, just say, I'm going to go see what that is. Okay, I'll be back. Do you want us to come with you? Uh... Yes, I don't want to get lost or get separated. Yes, yes. Lydia's having flashbacks to that very first blizzard after leaving home where her and Corey got separated and she just holds Corey's hand as they walk together. Okay. Hart is following behind oh so closely. He doesn't okay. know if whale like whales are fish, but like is this thing gonna come up on land and hunt him down? <laughs> like he has no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have we just replaced Hart's fear of dogs with fear of whales? That's a real fear, though. <laughs> Should be afraid of whales. Fuck those things. Welcome to the game where we just add to Hart's neuroses. How many can he collect? It's like Pokemon. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. Gotta get them all. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh... Corey will follow, will hold Lydia's head and kind of put her arm around Hart to keep him close and just uh, follow this spark, I guess. It's um, it's it's like a shining flash, like a metal. Okay, okay. she'll be careful, um, if possible. Um, let me see what I have that might. I have. I do have a long sword, so I'm gonna kind of poke gently at like the the um, ground in front of me to make sure it's not moving ice. Sure, sure, uh, sure, sure. I make my way. Um, give me a uh, survival check. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Or nature, whichever one you'd prefer. Nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Um, oh this God. this seems like pretty solid ground. Um, there is probably. I mean, like, there's obviously water nearby, but, like, since yeah. the mishap with the whale, you've been mm -hmm. much more uh, vigilant for this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and you've gotten very good at being able to navigate by hearing mm -hmm. uh, and just listening to the cracking of the ice to know exactly how far the water is. Um, so, like, it's, it is it is still a good distance off, but still, like, you know, mm -hmm. close enough to reach. Um, yeah. You uh, make your way down into this little dip. Um, it's about, I'll say it's like about 20 feet down. Uh, and there is a, a very like healthy uh, ramp kind of leading down into it. Uh, not very steep at all. Mm -hmm. um, so like you're crunching through the snow towards this uh, flash of light. And mm -hmm. uh, the closer you get to it, the more certain you become uh, that that's some shardlin st sticking out of the snow. How? Oh shit! Okay. Um, okay, Corey's gonna make her way to it. Um, is it just ice or is it snow? Both. Both. Okay. Um, um, like it, it is an ice base, but, but it's a bunch of snow it. has like drifted okay. in. And is it just like a crystal sticking up from the snow? Okay, she's going to go up to it, uh, not really touch it just in case, but kind of dig through the snow around it to see where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. um, this looks like a, a, a healthy-sized shard of shardolin. Um, as you start to dig around it, uh, you can see it's probably about the length of your forearm. Mm -hmm. uh, is it attached to anything, or is it just in the snow? Just sticking out of the snow. Kind of conspicuously, actually. Like, it was placed there. Hmm. Uh, she'll put... I assume she has gloves because snow. Um, mm -hmm. I Also, I think she would have bought gloves because she has a, a frost in hand that she's been trying to hide. Um, uh, so she's gonna pick it up. Um, and just say, uh, well... We might. Good news, we got some Charlin. Bad news, we might have walked into a trap. 
Um, and I'll say that Hart is the one who hears this. Um, there is a <laughs> like he just like hackles I'm up. Sorry, a oh, what? Um, um, Corey. Yeah, Corey. Yes. Do frogs live in the ocean? Not usually. <laughs> But I guess anything's possible now. Okay. Corey's gonna uh, put this shard into the bag of holding on Lydia and then uh, just look around. Heart, what looked like a couple of rocks sticking out of the snow, uh, blink. Just like <gasps> two two eyes sticking up out of the snow, like like a crocodile, just like blink. Hart is going to place himself behind Kaori and just like point around her. Like not the like not the like, oh yeah, it's just down the road point. No, like the single finger, like ah like he's just like holding on to Kaori's back, like pointing over, just it blinked at me. <laughs> okay. Everything okay. out here wants to eat me. I've known that for the entire time we've been here, but now it's like actively trying to get it but <laughs> trying to get a bite. Okay, okay. There's a plump. Uh, as a as a, a, a frog-like creature uh, kind of lands in the snow nearby, um, it's it, it's it's big. It's kind of like up to your knees, I'd say. Heart, um, like it, it rivals you in size, Lydia. Um, so, like, there, there's a pretty like with my... <laughs> there's a meaty wet thud as it oh, appears. No. It just kind of like, like that. it just like flumps, uh, and kind of like s like scrambles a little bit and like you know squares up and like sits up and looks at you with those weird eyes, and like you hear a and like its uh, throat sac will engorge with air as it does so. Is this a creature that Lydia has seen before or is familiar with? Uh, nature survival check. Well, she's doing that. Core just gonna be like. If you can talk, tell me what you want, or I'm going to kick you. That's good. That's good. Uh, nature or survival? My, they're the same. So 22. That's super good. I keep um, ice toads are a thing. Um, if you get too close to them, they uh, have a, uh, a an aura about them that uh, can be pretty chilly. Uh, that could do some damage. Um, they tend to kind of kick up a little bit of a little bit of ice around them, uh, and it gets on you, and it gets really cold. Uh, they have like this kind of slimy mucus membrane um, that forms ice crystals, uh, and that's 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 a bad time if you get it on you because uh, it will stick to you and and, and basically give you frostbite. Uh, cool, 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 cool. But we can just like. Yeah, run away. Well, These ones, the, the, this one's really little though, so you're probably gonna be fine. Uh, and just, just as lay. you're thinking that, <laughs> no. you hear a much larger and boom, oh, no. another oh, one like boom appears, uh, blocking your exit, uh, and you see its throat sack <laughs> also engorge. Uh, this one is a huge sized creature, and it seems about time to start rolling in some initiative. <laughs> Cool. Oh dear. Nine. Goddamn tetrapods. 
15 for Lydia. I'm sorry, Endor. What's a tetrapod? A frog. A frog? Yeah, a frog. It's a tetrapod. Uh, that's I an 11. Were, I thought they were amphibians. 11 from Heart. Uh, 9 from Quarry. Yeah. 15 from Lydia. All right. Uh, and I'd like initiative from Wesloy as well for no reason. No, uh, completely unrelated reasons. Um, Is somebody guys. following us? <laughs> 17. Awesome. Okay, love to see it. Um, as uh, this enormous ice toad appears, um, there is a chorus of croaks that uh, respond to its presence. It seems that there are toads all around you as you have walked right into an ice toad nest. As you do. As you do. Oh, could this have happened? Um, I still so, have that ring of ice, so we could totally just teleport back into the bear cave. <laughs> <laughs> just make this trip all over again. <laughs> Let's just yeah, reset. Just this one was bad. Like Return to the bonfire. We'll try again. <laughs> you had your finger in the page of the choose your own adventure you're going That back. doesn't yeah, help. Yeah. The toads are still going to be there. <laughs> uh, okay. They all respond. Um <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, let's uh, work out where everybody is. Um, Wesley, I'm going to say that you're up on the ridge somewhere. Uh, that just seems like a place that you'd be. Um, and you were on your, you were backing out of this ridge um, and you were protecting Hart. So I'd hate to say this. Uh, I want to say he's the closest to the giant ice toad right now. Yeah. Um, well, and had... it is... I was going to say, I'd popped behind Kawari to yeah. point at the little one, so if it appeared yeah. behind us, oh yeah, I'm for sure closest. Right, okay. So, um, I want to say that um, this giant ice toad is about... Ah. <sighs> uh, a number of feet away from you. Um, it's going to hop at you uh, with its mouth agape, and it's going to try and give you a, 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 a nibble. It's going to chomp. Uh, an 11 doesn't hit you, though, right? No. All right, so it, it like, have you ever seen, have you ever seen videos of, of toads trying to get bugs? Um, like, I, they, they've got, like, the tongue, but it doesn't, like, go, like, out like a chameleon's does, not like a grappling hook or anything. They've got a, a, a tongue that like hooks to the inside of the front of their mouth and it just flops out and then pulls back in. Um, so he like comes at you and like that mouth just like, like snaps into the snow right next to you uh, and gets only snow. Um, however, it does have an aura uh, that will come up when you start your turn. Uh, one of the little ones is going to try and take a nip at Lydia. Uh, six doesn't hit you, though, so it is Wesloy's turn. Hey, Wesloy, uh, you were sitting up on this ridge, and you were, you were suspicious at first, but you recognize those antlers. <laughs> um... Who has a toad closest to them? I'd say Hart. Hart has got Hart's got a big one on him, and Lydia's got a little one on her. 
All right. Uh, the the snow upon the ridge ruffles and a snap, a quick snap of a sling. And if uh, I really need D and D Beyond to move where the dice roller is, um. Oops, that was the damage. Sorry. And yep, dice roller needs to move. So a 19 hit? Uh, a 19 on the big one? Yep. Yes, that will definitely hit. All right. Um, and it should be seven damage. All right. And uh, because heart was there, sneak attack damage. Hell yeah. Um, there's a button for that nowadays. There it is. Uh, and <laughs> between its stupid eyeballs for another nine points of damage. Love it. Uh, so um, from somewhere up on the ridge, uh, a figure in the fog makes himself known and uh, a piece of ammunition just goes uh, off the top of this toad's head. Uh, anything else for you, Wesloy? Yeah. Uh, uh, roguish action. Use my bonus action. Disappear again. Alrighty. For a 30. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rogues, man. All right, Lydia, it's your turn. So first question, how many uh, ice toads are there that I can see? You can see one big one on heart, mm -hmm. one little one on you. Mm -hmm. uh, there's three more little ones, so four total little ones, and there's a big one on heart. Okay. Uh, Lydia is going to, surmising that these little ones are babies and the big one is a parent, either mother or father, no judgment here. Um, Lydia is going to cast sleep at third level and, and, and try and put them all to sleep. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, it 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 doesn't. It's just creatures within a range of twenty feet yeah. of a point it, that it, I choose. It starts with the ones that have the and least the amount of hit, hit points. Point. Yeah, yeah, and then like basically you roll for a pool of hit points, mm -hmm. and those all go towards putting creatures to sleep. So I just have to hope that they the big one has less hit points than Heart. Otherwise, Heart's gonna take a little nap. Magic oh yeah, that's true. Oh, perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. You don't count. No, I don't. Excellent. Not for this spell. Um, so I... I do. <laughs> well... You've got a lot of hit points, though. You have a lot of hit points, yes. We'll see. <laughs> um, so I have to roll... Hold on. Let me read here. I have to roll... Are you... Are 98. You... 98. Okay. Uh, I Let me know, uh, Corey, how many hit points do you have? 49. 49. Okay. And how many do you have, Lydia? 43. Okay. It's 20, 20 feet from a point of my choosing. So I mm -hmm. would try to aim it in the best place where it was not affecting, uh, like, 
any of my party members. If right, possible. right, you are surrounded by these creatures. Cool, 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 cool. It's cool, okay. Cool, cool. It's okay. Don't worry about me. Oh my god, I rolled so many ones. Um, so that's thirty total. Yeah, for ninety-eight, that's Oof. thirty. Oof. All right. Um, one of the little ones goes down. What? Third level spell. That's my turn. <laughs> the curse of third edition sleep or fifth edition sleep spell, man. Oh, rough. Indeed. All right, that's Lydia. Uh, two more ice toads appear. Well, they were already there. The little ones. They're coming for you, Kawari. Oh, also, um, sorry, I I always forget about auras. Uh, at the beginning of your turn, Lydia, you need to have taken three cold damage. As there was a very slimy, cold toad next to you, just like rubbing all over you. Is that the one that got put to sleep or was it one of the other ones? It can be that one if you'd like. I do not. I'm just asking as a DM because that will affect my move set. Oh, I see. Time. The one that got put to sleep was one of the other ones. Okay. <laughs> you know how like uh, if you've got like uh, like some some like you know, like raised to stretch your arms and then like a golden retriever comes up and like sticks its cold nose on your exposed flesh. That's that's the vibe you're getting from these guys. Except it's it's so cold it hurts. All right, the little ones are gonna go for Kawari. And attack first for a natural 20. No, that's not a natural 20. Yes, it is. I lied. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and got... another one! Gee, mini Yay! I love this game. <laughs> it's the best okay here uh let me roll this up <laughs> yeah okay um i'm gonna punch this in the irony of us having a big battle at town hall and like barely any of us taking much damage you get uh, fro- oh christ frog. it's some frogs <laughs> and then you get <laughs> yeah. we get tpk'd by some ice toads damn nature I thought, you're scary i thought to myself <laughs> um, I'm gonna fight them with some critters. What's it gonna be? And I and I uh, I went I, I hemmed and I hawed. I'm like, what could it what it could it possibly be? Hemmed, you hawed, you riveted. Yes, and I I decided toads because they're my favorite. Toads would be a uh, riveting enemy. <laughs> so that's gonna be twenty <laughs> twenty one piercing damage. Oh no, Corey! <laughs> I hope you don't croak. And, uh, I might. Nineteen cold damage, which I believe you have. Half. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, uh, Lydia. Uh, and I'd like you. I hope you to... regret that pun when I die. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And this just happens. Um, you are grappled by both of them. <laughs> She's just like I'm going down and just so so basically <laughs> one one little one just hop 
like latches onto you and it's like like hanging on to you with its like little Kermit the Frog limbs. Uh, and the other one like latches onto the other leg. Uh, and they're both just like. All right, Toads, uh, Heart, it's your turn. You need to take some aura damage. Okay. Um, which is going to be five cold damage. Okay. Um. So then I killed them with frogs. <laughs> yep. I guess I'll roll up a new character. Kind of anticlimactic. Heart is going to yell Burning Star, as you do. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> I am going to choose dragon form. Um, and then I would like to use my action to cast call lightning. And then uh, I'm just going to keep it as lightning this time. Uh, and I'm going to have that lightning come down and do a blast. Um... It's 10 feet tall with a 60-foot radius. You can cast it, choose a point that you can see under the cloud. Both of lightning flies down from the cloud. Each creature within 5 feet of that point must make a dexterity saving throw. Um, so I'm going to do it on... I think Heart will do it on the one that is just the big in. I'm going to do the big in. So it needs to make a dexterity Ooh. save. That it can do. Dex save. Natural one. Sweet deal. So it is going to take a total of, out of 4d10, it takes 11 points of lightning damage. Nice. Okay. Uh, and that was action, bonus action. Um... Because he has a frog on him. He was right mm -hmm. next to Kaori, and Kaori now has mm -hmm. two frogs on her. Mm -hmm. He can't go anywhere. He's just here. Okay. Anything else for you? Nope, that's it. That was action bonus action. All right, Kaori, on your turn, you're going to take uh, aura damage from two toads. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be six cold damage. You have that. Okay. Uh, whenever I give you cold damage, I'm just going to give you the full and then expect okay, you to have okay, it yourself. Okay, thank you for letting me know, yeah. Yep. Going down, down, early around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got this, Kaori. You eat these guys for breakfast. Yeah, me and my whole 17 hit points. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a whole action to ungrapple myself, right? Um, I believe so. Yeah, you have to yes. make an opposed grapple check as an action, but you have to make it against one. You can't do, like, grapple yeah. to undo both. Yep. If I go to hit something else, does it... Uh, your your speed is just zero. Yeah, that's fine. I don't need my speed. I just need. That's all that grapple does. Okay. Um... Can I? It, okay. 
Uh, can I just um, hit the big mama frog or papa frog or just parent frog? Sure. Yeah, you're close enough for that. Yeah, I'm just gonna shoot off. Since uh, since heart was right next to you. I was gonna shoot a firebolt. Hopefully, it'll land. I've been rolling abysmally. Oh, that's a natural one. I heard natural, and I got so excited. You're like, oh, that's a Dude, natural. Right? I was like, ah, oh, the luck has to turn around right now. Hey, Corey, what level are you? I'm level five. You level five? What does that mean? You get no, an extra attack? Yeah, but this was a fireball. Oh, fuck. Okay. Sorry. That was my brain not processing. Eh. Uh, I'm just going to stand there like a fool. <laughs> You're getting chewed on by toads. It's fine. <laughs> I wish I want to go back to the Yetix, please. Anyway, the big one's going to try and bite heart. Chomp. Oh, dear. Uh, 13? A 13 misses. All right. Uh, its face goes into the ice once more. You hear it crackle uh, under your feet. Uh, that is his action. Uh, little one's gonna try. Little one's gonna try and nibble on Lydia uh, because that's its mo. Twenty one. Oh yeah. Uh, let me check if that hits. It hits. <laughs> All right. That's six piercing damage. Cool, 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 And six cold damage, and you are grappled. Cool, 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 cool. Love that. So this frog, this, this toad, uh, like, hops up to its, like, full height, which is now, like, with its legs fully extended, like, takes it, like, about twice the size that you are, and it comes down with its mouth wide open and just like, hump! Uh, and like, you barely turn your head uh, in time to have it like, nomming on your like, arm and shoulder instead of, you know, your head. Clarification question. Yes. So there is parent giant frog, which is currently attacking heart. There's yes. two frog baby frogs that are grappling quarry and one yes. that is grappling me and then there's one asleep yes. yes so four baby frogs total yes sweet four baby frogs one big frog two sweet. on quarry one on you big ones on heart uh i have taken the sleeping one out of initiative basically uh okay. because these frogs aren't smart enough to wake it up yeah cool Cool. Literally. <laughs> Ice cold. All right. Um, that is the clarification done. Wesloy. Um, so Hart has gone all uh, uh, power cosmic. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he seems to, he just brought lightning down on the big one. Mm -hmm. Lydia's being like nommed. Mm -hmm. And Quarry's Qu got two on her. Yep. Oh, fudge. Um, all right. <gasps> Heart, look oh. Heart looks like he's got it going. Um, Quarry, you, you're really staggered, right? Like, you, you're bloodied at this point. Like, she's yep. about to go down. Can't hear you. I have... Uh, stones endurance, 
Okay. So uh, I will use that. Sorry, second win at Stones Endurance. Okay. So uh, I'm going to use that my next turn if I can. Uh, if something doesn't do 70 hit points of damage, then, you know. I mean, right. if she doesn't get nat 20 twice in a row, she might be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I might be fine. All right. Uh, then, uh, yeah, the you hear the snap of the sling again, and I will fire at the one at uh, on Lydia. Um, oh, you hear the what the fuck was that? <laughs> 27 to hit. Definitely hits. All right. And there's the first eight damage. Okay. Then uh, sneaky sneak for another eight damage. And then, because I did sneak attack on that one, uh, on the one that is on Corey's leg, mm -hmm. the uh, the ghostly uh, zombie-like hands break through the snow and just crush and claw the, the one uh, next to it. You smell salty sea air uh, as, a, as the wind comes in off of the sea of moving ice. Uh, you hear the, <laughs> you you hear the dirge Yo. of uh, chanting semen, uh, and then these arms burst up out of the snow and uh, and with a cracking that sounds like the creaking of a ship, uh, it does so. How much damage was that? But it only does four. I, Corey, you are cursed today, man. Even my dice are rolling bad. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Wesloy. Lydia, it's your turn. Oh, hi. Um, thinking that Lydia is very, very cold now. Um, and Corey is not looking great. Um, uh, you see. Lydia reach into her components bag um, and hurriedly grab and throw what looks like that fake snow. Oh, yeah. I have a question. Is it an at answer. the start of the turn we take aura damage? Oh, you're right. Uh, I had completely forgotten about that. Um, at the start of the Lydia's turn, uh, she would take. Hit me with it, boss. Four cold damage. Beautiful. Not, um, not to be the kid that reminds the teacher that we have homework, but on yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I Hart's the one that's going to be taking the more damage anyway. So I bonus actioned disappeared again, 27 to stealth. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but you see what looks like this like fake snow that comes out of those like mall confetti things near Santa's village. Mm -hmm. uh, as Lydia throws it in the air and as it <laughs> falls, it turns to like this dark purple powder that starts whipping around um whipping around me in a 30 foot radius mm, okay from from this me being the center of it um and and do i see westloy do i know that he's there uh give me a perception check you you see him Eight. whenever he 18 Eight? 18 Okay, uh, you got a 21 before, right, Wesley? I had a 30 and now a 27 for stealth. 27, okay. So, But uh, I did pop up and fire. Yeah, you keep on seeing this figure pop up. 
Um, oh, I wouldn't know Westloy. Mm-mm. You don't know him. Yeah. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Sorry, hon. But um, <laughs> I don't know you from a hole in the ground, my dear. But uh, I get so now uh, my bonus action on every turn, I can use one creature in the aura, myself included, uh, can regain 2d6 hit points. So I'm going to use my bonus action gotcha. to heal Corey for 10 hit points. So Corey, you get 10 hit points. Decent. Uh, that's my whole turn. I'm going to try and like make, I'm going to like not ungrapple myself, but I'm going to just try and shift flavor wise the toad more to the side that doesn't have my components bag on it. Cause I'm worried that the slime is going to get in my components bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of and wrestling just, with it. It is just getting all over you. Love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, all right, so the two toads that are on Kawari are going to chew on her a little bit. Uh, an 18 for the first one. Just hits. Uh, and an 8 will not hit, so here comes some damage. Uh, three piercing damage and four cold damage. Thank you. That's them. Uh, heart on your turn, you're going to take some aura damage. Uh, that's going to be five cold. And your turn. Okay. Um, normally, I would have to make a concentration check for call lightning, but um, my dragon form is that if I have to make one, if I have to make a save to maintain a spell um, while I'm in that form, and I roll less than ten, it autos to ten, which is the base roll to maintain it. So there's no way I will fail this. I keep my call. Very cool. Um, right. So you'd have to take like a lot of damage in order to have to make a yeah, concentration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have to. I would have to take over like twenty something points in damage to fail that roll. Um, Got it. So yeah, call uh, time to call some lightning. Um, I am going to bring it down on the biggin again. This guy's been trying to fuck with me, uh, and I like to prove that I can fuck back. All right. Okay, so it needs to make a deck save. Right. Okay. The biggin makes a deck save. Twenty. Twenty is a success, so it's going to be taking half. And that is, wow, that's really low. Um, again, out of 4d10, that is taking half of 8. All right. Zap. Mm, Anything else bad. for your heart? Um, I don't think so. Um, I think heart is going to... I think he just kind of stays. Well, no. Yeah, I think that he just stays where he is. I don't think that there's anything that he can necessarily do right now. All right. All right. Uh, Kaori, on your turn, you're going to be taking half of eight cold damage. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use bonus action... Uh, second wind, d10, have a d10. I'm going to see if maybe my physical dice will treat me nicer. Well, that was a two, so probably not. Um, but that is still seven. 
so that's something. Um, I'm gonna take out. I'm gonna. Uh, you'll see like a small whirlwind of of snow and ice kind of near Corey's hand as it forms into her longsword, and she's gonna try and stab these little guys that are around her. Uh, for a that's two hits. Uh, fifteen. Yep. Okay, coolio, coolio. Um, You're stabbing the little ones. Yes. Okay. That are on me. Um, and eight. Uh, the first is uh eight points of damage. Um, and I rolled two nines in a row, so another fifteen. All right. Yes. And okay. Uh, do I? No, that's a feat that I do not have. Are you attacking um, each one once, or are you just uh, focusing uh, on one? I'm focusing on one. Um, okay. uh, let me double check something. Oh, okay. I have to. I have to remember that I have stones endurance that I can reduce damage. Uh, but the second hit's going to be. Sorry, I completely forgot. Uh, second hit's going to be five points of damage. And that is her. All right. Uh, on its turn, the giant toad is going to try and chomp on heart. Uh, 12 is not going to hit you. No. Um, this, <laughs> this giant toad made a dark pact so that it would always roll poorly, and so would you. Yeah, uh, well, look, I feel like he's getting the better <laughs> end of the deal on this one. <laughs> You are correct in that. Uh, the little one on uh, Lydia is going to uh, make itself a problem. I guess I know magic. You're very chomp, chomp, chomp. Natural one, so nothing happens. Wesloy. Uh, once again, uh, pop up. <laughs> Snap. Let's make this happen. Come on. Give me a 20. <gasps> 20! <Yay! laughs> oh yeah! That's what I call a called shot. <laughs> Alright, a 28 to hit. Let's do the damage. Don't forget to roll twice your amount of sneak attack. Yes, please. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, so that's 9 at the start for All right, and just this the is, sling. This is at the giant toad, right? Uh, no, on the one on Lydia. One on Lydia, okay. So um, nine. And then sneaky attack. And I roll that twice. Yes, please. Uh, just oh, double wow. your damage dice. Oh, okay. Uh, All so, across the board. So uh, 20 points in sneak damage. Hell yeah. Um, and oh, go ahead. anything else? Uh, and then I will uh, whales from the grave. Uh, I guess the the one that was on um Corey's leg again the same one okay. uh the uh there's a cracking noise as uh that uh piece of ammunition comes down and snaps the neck of the critter on Lydia uh, and you feel its body slump off of you um whales of the damned damage please uh seven points from uh, 
you know, yo ho, these yo zombie like sailor arms, like tattoos, and you know, um, excellent. Uh, that ice toad gets dragged under the snow, never to be seen again. Yes, and then I'll bonus action to disappear. All right, 23, and that's it for me. All right. Uh, so that's Wesloy. Uh, Lydia, on your turn, you're only going to take zero damage because there is nothing that is causing the damage anymore. Um, you find that the um, the mucus that is on you uh, either warms up pretty quick or it evaporates almost instantly. It seems that the the, the constant contact is is really what does it. Uh, so it is your turn. Perfect. Uh, Lydia is going to be very relieved uh, uh, that there is no longer a ice toad gnaw chewing at her waist. Uh, confused as to why this random figure is helping them, but mm -hmm. grateful nonetheless. And I am going to cast Guiding Bolt at first level um, on the uh, big, the, the big and Big okay. boy. Um, so that's a d20 plus seven. That's an unnatural 20. Nice. And then that's 4d6. With a natural 20, wouldn't that be 8d6? She said an unnatural. Uh, yeah, mind. sorry. I misheard. I'm going to mute myself now. <laughs> oh, oh, not bad, though. Not bad, though. Uh, I, I have learned to take context. Uh, as that uh, as the indicator as to whether or not it was natural or not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. unnatural twenty. Uh, but I did roll twenty on the damage, so it takes twenty points of radiant damage. Love to um, see it. And um, then, as my bonus action, I am going to heal uh, Corey again for another two d six. Okay. Uh, which is uh, nine. What do your What do your guiding bolts look like? Uh, so Lydia's guiding bolts, as she casts them, um, they look like a, um, they look like a, sh a piercing dark purple bolt of energy. And as it hits the target, uh, silver sparks shoot off of the target uh, every time that it is hit. Nice. Um, that bolt of energy uh, goes directly into the frog's mouth as it is opening again to try and chomp down on the heart. Um, and the bolt goes straight through its mouth and out its eyeball. Uh, and there is just like um, those shooting sparks that come out on the other side of its face. Uh, and it like rolls off to the side with its mouth wide open. Its tongue flops out. Blah, dead. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the little got... ones are looking a lot less brave uh, at this point, considering there is only one of them left that is not asleep or dead. Um, and yeah, Corey, you got nine HP back. I'm not sure if you. Uh, okay, thank you. You're welcome. I did not hear that. Um, okay, I'm looking a little better. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, anything else for you, Lydia? 
that is everything for me. Okay. Uh, on the ice toad that is on Kawari, um, it is going to uh, like unhinge, uh, well, not unhinge, unlock its jaw uh, and it uh, <laughs> drops off of you, leaving the, the these like perfect circles of like needle uh, thin uh, teeth marks on your, well, it's on your legs, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Leaving little like bite marks uh, on your legs, mm -hmm. uh, and it begins to hop away, uh, provoking an opportunity attack if you would like to. Uh, sure. Um, uh, sorry, I am not here uh, all tonight. Um, nineteen. Not yes. all here tonight. There we go. <laughs> nineteen would hit. Uh, nine. Nine. All right. You slap it on the butt as it hops away, uh, and it scrambles a little uh, as it does so, and it like begins to. I just hit it to... with the flat side of my of my blade. Just exactly, just like pow, get out of here, yeah. uh, and it begins to burrow its way back into a snowdrift. Um, would... At this point, there doesn't seem to be any uh, threat. Would I have seen Westloy pop in and help? Yep. Uh, okay. Every time he. Every time he. Pop, like every time he attacked, he was popping out of uh, hiding, okay. uh, and you would see like a flash of a figure up on the ridge, and then like uh, one of the frogs okay. would die. Okay, um, so Corey's just gonna make sure that her friends are fine. And uh, I will say the, that yo ho. Yeah, like, it's uh, very. Um, yeah, and she's gonna just gather her friends and push them up the rift. And before she says, the "Fuck, are you doing here, Wesley?" Well, I saw your predicament and figured I'd lend a hand. And um, he, like, slides down the snow kind of on his butt. Like. Um, as you reunite with Wesloy, Lydia, it occurs to you uh, that giant ice toads mate for life. And deeper down in the, uh, <laughs> closer to the shoreline, you hear a... Oh, no. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we should probably get moving. Uh, Corey, uh, she'll uh, she'll kind of like tug on Corey's like jacket or coat yeah. or something, and she'll say, "Corey, do we do we know this guy?" Uh, she uh, Corey's gonna pick Lydia up like she usually does, and she's like, "Yeah, remember that weird strange guy that Hart said we met? <laughs> the one I... who had something yo ho ho about yeah, that him? One, that one, yeah. Uh -huh. I believe she... those were Hart's words. Yes." Yes, uh, she's just she's speaking quietly. It's uh, yes, that's the one. Come on, let's keep moving. Now, <laughs> okay, but but and Lydia asked the question out loud, right? I no, I whispered it. I whispered it. To oh, Corey. okay. Yeah. All right. Can, is there a way I can try to hear? You guys uh, also you have are... your fucking mind link. Going. Oh, oh yes. We oh, you uh, the fucking speaking in in my All right. Speak. All right. So uh, they were talking in their heads. Yeah. I feel like yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Uh, just, was voice just like did you say yo ho ho it's so, like i said that in my head it's like yeah you were thinking it, it. <laughs> i almost um, took telepathic too yeah. for my fourth level um, god as as you retreat from the toad hole and uh lydia begins to get filled in by kawari i think that's a good time for us to go on break excellent yeah. so before we go on break i would like to say 
how do how do we pronounce this? Axotl Cure. Thank you so much for the follow. That happened ten minutes ago. I forgot to say it at the time. But GB, would you like to showcase what happens when somebody follows when you're on the show? If I'm on the show, I take this mall and I hit that guy in the face. Yes, it is the best that was noise. Such a good ball. God, what a great ball. So incredible. So with that, I would like to say once again, we are going to be heading into our breaks. So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon. I have to hit the button twice. Hello, everybody. We have returned. We are back evading some toads. Danae, take us away. All right, when we last left off, uh, you had uh, united with Wesloy Bumblebrook, who uh, assisted you in dispatching some toads. Um, and Kawori was just filling Lydia in on who exactly Wesloy uh, Bumblebrook is, uh, uh, because it, as it turns out, she was a doppelganger at the time and wasn't actually present. I would like to point out... Um because of the aura of danger that this entire place has, heart staying in Burning Star for the full two hours. If, oh, God. Like, he's just there. He's not going to say anything. All right. Uh, Wesloy's seen Burning Star before. Uh, they've been in combat before, uh, but he's never stayed this way for so long. Uh, I think Corey's just going to look at heart uh, and just say... Are you all right? The head will turn towards you. Nod. Do you prefer heart or do you prefer burning star? Not once for heart, not twice for burning star. And it just stares at you. Awesome. I wish I could talk to you. Okay, so let's just move somewhere safe. I think we've had enough for one day. Um, Westlaw, you're coming with us. I wouldn't have any other have it any other way. Hmm. Uh, what does Westlaw's ghillie suit look like? <laughs> it's uh, it's basically um, it's like a white cloak, but then it's got like um. Almost like a ghillie suit, but what ends up happening is it looks like a pine tree with with snow covering it, like a small pine tree when he when he plumps down. It's just these like supple waves of of white. All right, uh, Wesloy, you're able to sort of lead them about. Um, Corey, last time you saw Wesloy, he was supposed to be heading back to Care Conig, mm -hmm. I believe. It's at one of the cares. She's got Care questions. Care we're just, yep. we're just, I'm just waiting till we uh, sit down. All right. Um, yeah, Wesloy, you're able to uh, take them to, uh, I, I imagine you don't necessarily have one place that you're staying at. It, it's, it's really more of a, uh, a dead drop location. <laughs> Uh, because you you tend to keep moving and you don't stay in one place for too long because if you stay in one place, then you're easier they'll, to find. They'll find me. Yeah. Uh, uh, just uh, over here. 
this okay uh, as we're but, traveling yeah. uh, wesloy goes around a corner and lydia speaks up to Corey. oh lydia thinks up to Corey, hmm. um and just kind of says hey i i know that you said you know this guy but i don't think he just happened to be here Cora's like, I know. I, I am aware. Yeah, I think that... I, I don't know. I know that you guys know him and have fought with him before and yo-ho-ho. and We fought with him before and we know him. Doesn't mean I trust him. Okay, good. Because I, I don't... No one just happens to be there right when you need them. I know. Trust me. I'm aware. But thank In, you. You see that Lydia like adjusts her coat a little bit and normally she has a few daggers in her coat mm -hmm. um, and they, she moves them to a more forward pocket of her jacket mm -hmm. um, and just sort of continues mm -hmm. and hops, hops back on Corey's little backpack. Mm -hmm. And for anyone who like is watching any of these like telepathic exchanges between Corey and Lydia, Lydia is like staring intently at the back of Corey's head and her eyebrows are moving as if she's talking. Like there's definitely that, like you can tell that there's some sort of conversation going on, but uh, she's too excited by the fact that they can communicate telepathically right now to really- Corey, <laughs> well, that's happening. Corey's just stone-faced. Yeah. Lydia's definitely like. <laughs> All right. Uh, Wesloy comes back around the corner. Found the place? Like I said, uh, just this way. Perfect. Uh, uh, Corey will follow him. Uh, make sure uh, Burning Star is following as well. Um, and once they're all sat down uh, and relax, you know, give a few moments of silence and. Uh, just say uh, it's, it's convenient that you were here. I thought you were he heading to Kerkonig or. Uh... No, there's the a concentration of Duragar here that I fear are uh, troublesome. Oh, yes, very. Um, is that why you're here for the Duragar? Yeah, I've been, I've been fighting a as it were, a commando, uh, what would be a word he would know? Partisan, a partisan exchange betwixt uh, the Druagar and, uh, you know, forces of good. <laughs> he says kind of smugly. Uh, can I be using my detect thoughts while this is happening? Sure. Uh, just the surface thoughts. She's not going to prod any deeper. Um, All right. Uh, Kaori has, uh, recently obtained an artifact that gives her some modicum of, uh, telepathic abilities, uh, and she's just barely grazing Wesloy's surface thoughts. What does she glean? Is it, uh, I can't remember the spell. Is it like, you know, like, 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 like a mood ring or is it like no, the actual um, words? It is, I'll tell you. I've... I've been ruling it like words. Uh, is okay. there is there actual uh, yeah, like that's specification? I yeah, I can't remember. Uh, let me double check. Because some of them are like, I can't remember which one it is. One of them is like angry, sad, uh, blah, blah, blah. It says I can 
I can read the thoughts of certain creatures. Mm -hmm. uh, so initially you learn the surface thoughts of the creature, what is most on its mind in that moment as an action. Uh -huh, shift attention. Uh, uh, questions were really directed at the target creature naturally shaped the course of its thoughts so this spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation um, you can also use a spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see uh, so I would assume it's it's words Yeah. Okay. so so what yeah. is most on Wesloy's mind at the moment uh, <laughs> it um, it basically why is it that like, Lady Lydia does not seem to remember me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I, that, and then I guess as the conversation was going, yeah, you're you're getting basically. Uh, I again, it's in thought, so you can't hear voice or intonation. No. I would assume so. It's it's you know he's fucking Druigar gotta get rid of these bastards um and you are are you working for someone or is it something that you're just taking up on yourself oh, oh this is this is a personal quest <laughs> well, and that's true okay. yeah that's that's true okay. i okay. i for some reason westloy is committed to getting rid of these Duragar. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's very noble of you, Wesley. <laughs> and he, he, he makes a, a face like, hmm. And he'll flip back his cloak, his ghillie cloak, and put his hands on the hilts of his short swords and be like, noble. I Aww. like that. <laughs> um, maybe it's possible that you could help us, uh, even though you've already helped us a great amount. Um... We are also trying to fight and stop these two regards, but uh, in a different way. We're looking for something here in the Sea of Moving Ice that they are also looking for, and it's imperative to our mission that we find it before they do. And he's nodding along in the conversation. Okay, yeah. okay, like... You're still following? Okay. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, are we, yeah okay. what, what is she talking about? Yeah. Um, we're here to find a, a, a boat of sorts. Um. Yeah, I, I guess you would hear something like, "Isn't everyone?" <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I know there are many boats out here in the Sea of Moving Ice that have crashed, but we're looking for a specific boat named uh, the Dark Duchess. Uh, yes, that's that. That was the ship I was on. Did we learn anything about survivors from the ship? You know there that the Duragar were, the Duragar were uh, like it, general knowledge of the Dark Duchess was that there were no survivors, but the Duragar were looking for the sole survivor, oh. and they thought it was Lucas, who insisted he was not. And uh, Westloy and Lucas are a similar height, maybe, um... roughly. And they were also in roughly the same area when Lucas was kidnapped. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just gonna uh, the just threats connecting dots connecting in, in Corey's mind, um, and Love I feel like it. she she would uh, share certain thoughts with Lydia as she's connecting them. Um, well, um, Wesley, uh, maybe you can help us find this shit. Um, let's see. I think he would, he would say something like, uh, well, when the Drugar threat is, is gone, if they find it first, that would be bad for, for you. So maybe we should take care of them before searching for it possibly um i'm just afraid that might give them time to uh find it as we are tracking them and if you are on the ship then you know the cargo it holds right uh no <laughs> uh lydia lydia would like to gleam whether or not that is a fully honest answer. I'll, uh, uh, give me opposing checks, deception, and insight. Uh, as a player, do I know what they're looking uh, for or what's I on it? I didn't. If, full disclosure: I didn't hear the <laughs> question. Oh, okay. That he would know the cargo of the ship. I was just hoping that I was going to be able to fly to <laughs> the seat of my pants and ask for a roll. <laughs> oh, I would have rolled, but I would have been like, I'm not deceiving him. I really don't know. <laughs> I I was like, I, at some point, they're going to ask him a pointed question, and he's going to have to, like, deceive them. Uh, what was the question? If he, uh, Corey said that if you were on that ship, you know the cargo it holds. You do not. Yeah, I was going to say. Regardless I, of whether or not you were on the ship, you do not okay. know what the cargo was. Yeah, I, okay, then good. I that is that is the truth. <laughs> As a player, uh, so, I do not. <laughs> so give me a persuasion check then. Okay. Uh, I know we're being fairly open about what is what is true and what is not, but fifteen. You know, so, sometimes you don't get to be coy. Yeah. I rolled a twenty-three. Uh, Lydia. Twenty. Twenty-three. Sorry. Um, his voice smacks of the truth. But you feel like there's more to the story. Lydia will just be sitting back almost as if she's like going through her bag, doing, doing inventory. Um, are we like in a snow like snow cave i missed the part about where we were right now we didn't necessarily specify it, it would be somewhere hidden out in the ice flows are we stopping like lydia would have discussed this with the party but are we stopping for the night type deal uh at, at the very least a short rest it's really up to you guys because if we decide that we're stopping for the night then i will take the 10 minutes to ritual cast lydia's tiny hut how long us. have we been out for the day? Like, is it still nighttime? Is it about to be nighttime? Is it? I'd say it's halfway uh, through the day. That depends rush. on. It really depends on 
how you want to approach the Duragar encampment. Do you want to go there over the, uh, under the cover of night? Mm-hmm. Um, um, as I as I said before, it's been a tricky approach, considering the fact that these guys can go invisible at will. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesloy has been trying to track their comings and goings, mm-hmm. but it is nigh impossible mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you literally can't see them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite often go during the day, so you know that I can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I think. I mean, obviously, like mechanics-wise, Burning Star in no more. More than two hours mm-hmm. has passed if we're like going. So I feel like it's as Lydia is like in the process of like ritual casting this that Hart will take over his own body again, um, and he'll ask uh, Westloy. Well, um, do you have? Do they have anything of of yours? Or do you do they have anything that that you know of that you're familiar with? Because I'm pretty good at being able to track things down, but I have to know what I'm looking for first. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, do I know that they have anything from the ship, like a ship's bell, or you know, parts of the rigging, or anything at the the a masthead? Anything that the the Duragar? Yeah. Or, um, or even just part of the ship, really. Yeah. Give me a give me a perception check. Like just for some retroactive stakeouts. Yeah. Mm. Eight. Eight. Um, you don't know whether or not they've even found the Duchess. No. Um ideally you'd be able to um to dispose of them before they even set foot. Uh, but they are worryingly close. Okay. Uh, and uh, Hart, uh, it's once again good to see you. It's a pleasure to see you again, Wesley. I hope you're doing well. Well, you know, there's scant things to make pies from out here. I don't know what you're talking about. Those whales are massive. They have to eat something. I know they said that they were small, small shrimps. I don't know what a shrimp is. But Mm. if there are whales, they said polar bears eat whales, I guess. So, like, there has to be something to make (laughs) pies from out here. Not pies I would enjoy, (laughs) mind you, but there are, there, there are many now that, now that you mentioned that, uh, Wesloy, there is even less to eat out here than there was the last time you were here. Yeah. Um, and you'd be acutely aware of that, I think, considering what your situation was. Right. But there's not a lot of game in this area. I feel yeah. like it's one of the situations where Hart and Wesley are talking, and then there's a brief pause, and Wesley's stomach's just... <laughs> and Hart will reach into his bag and offer him a good cookie. Because, like, that's oh. what he that's what he lives off of. So, GB, when you were driving me yeah. to the parking lot forever ago, like, those, like, <laughs> super nutrient... Or driving me to the airport, the nutrient-dense, protein-rich cookies, like, that's what Hart has on hand. 
<laughs> yes, yeah, good cookies. Yeah, Literally, good I think cookies. they're called good cookie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. And he, he takes it and is like, oh, dear friend. Um, um. The whole day's uh, worth of rations in one cookie. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and his uh, thoughts, if you guys were still monitoring, <laughs> he's like, he's trying... He just about goes to tell uh, Hart about like blue whales that eat giant squids and and killer whales that like eat walruses. And, and I I want to say that his inner monologue takes on an accent as well. Well, if it, again, if they could hear the accent, yeah, he some of his thoughts are are definitely. This, the voice you hear all the time. It's some of them are in a little bit of an accent. They talk and they come and go like that. Um, so, yeah. His mind uh, goes somewhere nostalgic. Yes. And it smells like salt water. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he avoids all that because now he has a good cookie. He's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Glad, uh, glad Hart could help you with your uh, situation. I guess there's uh, not enough to fish out here, yeah? Fish are about all that are left to eat. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Fishing on the Sea of Moving Ice is very dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Westloid, would you happen to know where the ship is? Uh, give me a second. I think I heard what you said. I'm going to crank the volume up here. Uh, Sorry, it's probably me. It's probably my mic. Sorry. Mm. Uh, know where the ship is. I, I, have a, I have a good idea, but I, I, we're close, and I fear that the Drugar will get there before us. Do you happen to know how many? At least an estimate. Do I have any idea, GM? Uh, once again? Invisibility. Invisibility. Okay. Um, from the size of the encampment, there is probably a good mining party. I don't know what that means, Wings. 15 to 20. Shit. Do you think we could uh, take whoever the amount of Duragard that are at the encampment? Well, it's and he, he kind of puffs up and he's like, I've been doing what I can to whittle them down. True. Um, are we far from the ship? Uh, GM? We're not. No. Mm -hmm. With, within a day's walk. Yeah. It's why it's so worryingly close. Yeah. yeah. With Within a day, they could be there. And that at all costs. Yes, but if would 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 Wesley have told like well, about a mining party size? Mm -hmm. Um, we can't take. We could barely take on those frogs. We can't take on fifteen to twenty Duragard. The frogs caught mm -hmm. us by surprise. If we know I what mean... we're going up against, I mean, the last time that we knew what we were going up against was when the bad dream became real. And, and we even made then it was really quick work of those guys. Short short amount of time that we knew. We didn't really have any time to plan. Look, I 
I just think that if we were to rest now for the rest of the day and in the night, find where they're camping, even if we take out some of them and then need to retreat, it'll delay them finding the ship. And if Wesley knows how to get us there, then we're not going to be wandering around trying to find the ship like we're supposed to. The ship's of no use if the Duragar get there first. It's like Stag said. He learned a lot from watching the hunters and from being with them. What if we were the hunters? Hunters are always smart. They always lay a trap first. And they expect the trap to work because they set it up in such a way that you never see it coming. Well, that is true. And... I do have a few spells off my sleeve that could help. As do I. It's like... If we rest. When we were fighting those guys who were sliding down the snow before the guy who knew you showed up, if we use the natural our natural surroundings to our advantage, the ice is pretty thin around here, right? So if we target the ice that's beneath the people that we're going up against, then they would just fall in. That was my exact thought heart. Goblinzoid, no. thank you so much for the follow. GB! Yay! Goblinzoid, there's something uh, that you need to know. Goblinzoid, when I'm on the show, I take this, and someone follows, I take this mallet, and I hit that guy in the face. That was a good bonk. Good bonk. Good bonk. So I have an idea, right? Like Hart said, we're uh, we're surrounded by ice. Some parts are thinner than others. I could make an illusion, drive them out of the camp, maybe into an area of thin ice. Once they are all there, we could attack the ice from farther away. And let them sink. That that's an option. Um, I think our biggest obstacle is that they are often able to go invisible. Yes, but Lydia and uh, I think I have an idea for that. And she'll say mentally, "It's like we can detect thoughts of creatures around us, Lydia, and even I when they're invisible." Lydia will accidentally, because she's still getting used to this, she'll accidentally answer verbally and she'll just say, I do have the ability to see invisibility and um, and and I can cast fairy fire, um, which would help us see invisible creatures as well. So we do, we do have that in our advantage. Um, Lydia would know that you need to be able to see the creature that you're targeting with a de uh, detect thoughts. Well, can we? It does because say it, that... It, it says uh, you can use the spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can, you can Sorry, start. I was... Well, I'm looking at the uh, detect thoughts, the, the, the level two spell that says... Uh, uh, this is psionic it's the second to Second yeah. to last paragraph um, yeah. in D&D Beyond. Okay. So uh, in this text wall here yeah. yeah do you want me to send it to you 
You can also use the spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see. Uh, foiled by people who actually finish reading this. The, the, the spell. <laughs> foiled by the items you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> and and when when Lydia you know says that out loud, uh, Wesley pops you know all three foot tall, hands on hilts like, see magic. That's the best. No way we can lose. <laughs> Love it. That's perfect. Wonderful. Awesome. Uh, so what is your plan going forward? Um, I so, think... Go ahead. If we long rest in Lydia's tiny hut uh, so that we get our spells back, <laughs> uh, laughs and uses both third level spells in two rounds, um... <laughs> then we could perhaps uh, find the encampment sneakily mm -hmm. of the Durgar and then either lay a trap and try to get them to go out on the ice as Corey suggested or start sneak attacking them and make them visible if they try to go invisible. Because I right. do have major image from my spell book. Mm. which I, I go ahead it, it sounds like you've got a lot of resources yeah. available to you uh wesley already knows where the encampment is um like when when do you plan on uh going up there and uh, like executing if it's the middle of the day right now we take a long rest so that it's the middle of the night yeah that's okay. probably when we would um then we would do that try to catch uh -huh. them while they're sleeping all right now, with this plan, I, I do indeed enjoy a bit of sneak about, but um, I don't see well in the evening. Neither do I, but hey. that's why she bought his goggles of night. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she let us get this far. <laughs> um, Lydia will reach over as oh, they're a They're only 300. Oh, sorry, I'm so, I'm so upset. <laughs> Next time. Next time we're in town. I love the uh, idea of Kaori poking her head up over a snowdrift, just wearing a pair of night vision goggles. Boing! Um, so Lydia will uh, look at Westloy, grab a little bit of um, snow and ash from her materials components, and place a thumbprint right between his eyes and do the same for Corey. And you now have eyes of night. So you guys have, uh, well, I will do this. Like I'll, when we're gonna go, when we're night. gonna, when we're gonna go, cause it lasts for an hour. Mm -hmm. So I do, seeing at night is not an issue at all, um, Mr. Bumblebrook. Um, so that's something that we can take She's care of. She's got the worry. hookup. Uh, and, and he, uh, he says, oh, uh, please call me familiar. Westlaw is fine. That would be... Um, Mr. Bumblebrook was my father. Yeah. <laughs> Westlaw. Yeah. See, seeing at night. And I... it, anybody reading his surface thoughts are like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that Lydia's going to explain any of the doppelganger. Uh, uh, that's, right that's, that's fine. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, he's actually like a little heartbroken, you know? <laughs> it's like... yeah. Liz feels really bad about that. 
<laughs> no, it's great. It's, 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 it's From great. From Westloy's standpoint, just, we had a rapport. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Lady Lydia, you wound me. <laughs> Am I that forgettable? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Maybe that's a good thing. Mm, um, maybe. Um, but but yes, uh, yes, Wesley, I am very much at home in the dark, and can make it so that you are as well. Very, very much appreciated. <laughs> Little bow again because he's standing, you know, all three foot tall. <laughs> um. So what will we like for an illusion? What would we think that would bring them out? I can only do something that's no larger than 20 foot cube, so I can't make a ship. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's what I was going to do was can... make have Wesley describe the dark dishes and like have it seem like it's kind of cracking through the ice. Can um, you make Is it just shapes or can you do sounds too? I can do shapes, I can make them move and I can make them sound. I don't know about you guys. But there are some nights where I still lie awake thinking about the time that we were walking through the snow and that dragon showed up. If you can make at least the sound of a dragon or the shadow of one that's coming in. Corey, would it be possible if we knew where their encampment was and like they're all sleeping and everything like that? Would it be possible to make it sound and look as if the ground beneath them, the ice beneath them, is breaking? Yes, but as soon as they interact with it, they might realize it's fake. Hmm. It might be easier to do something that will lead them out of their encampment into thin ice so we can, even if we get half of them, that's still easier for us. True. What if... Hmm. I just worry that if everyone's asleep, then we might, you know, get the jump on them and that might be more useful than waking all of them up and alerting them to danger, even if the danger they're alerted to is not us. Okay. Uh, Corey, what? Uh, Roll me an intelligence check. Chunky dies. Chunky dies. Intelligence? Just straight up intelligence? Yes, please. Uh, 15. 15. All right. Uh, You can think of one thing that would lead Durgar into the open. Something that they are seeking. Shardalin. Smaller than a boat. I think Corey's like thinking, she's like going through her spell book, seeing what spells she has, and she's like, of course. Of course. We could just make it look like the Shardlin. True. Um, if they're camped down for the night, though, are they likely to see it? Maybe we don't wait till night time. Would you not make it sound as if it? I don't know what this chardolin is. Or it, who. it is a type of rock, so it's. Ah, could you make it crack up through the ground and make a rumbling noise? I could. I could do that. Yes. 
I can't actually make it rumble, but I can make the crack noise. So, I we can make find... it rumble. Alright, so we're like just on the same wavelength here. This is amazing. Um, she's actually very excited about this. Um, so, let's figure out some place along their camp. That's the nice. We'll make the charlatan appear, make the sound, lead them up to it. And then once they're on the thin ice, where the shardlin is, we'll attack the ice, they go down. Fantastic. Okay. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Amazing. Alright. Which means that you're gonna do this during the yeah. day when they can see it. Uh... Yes. Anything else that you want to do in preparation before you enact this plan? Uh, I will. I would ask Westloy because he is sneaky uh, to see if he can find the perfect spot to do it at where the ice is the thinnest. Because he is small and sneaky and not an eight foot tall Goliath like Corey who will crack the ice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Hart's part of the plan is to make a rumbling noise. Yeah. Uh, Kaori's part of the plan is to make the illusion. Wesloy is to scout out the thin ice. Uh, how would Lydia like to contribute? Uh, essentially, if any of the Duragar either have already cast invisibility or um, are planning to, I will cast see invisibility on myself so that I can keep tabs on them. Uh, and then right before we're set to go, uh, Eyes of Night for an hour on Wesley and Corey. Love it. So y'all awesome. have some vision. Cool, 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 so, cool, cool. So, one of the ways that I can make the sound rumble is that I can Burning Star can use Thunder Wave. With that in mind, should I go out on the ice and create a center point for... That's your image so that way we can have that sound come from the point directly because i can only do that it's, on myself it's it's possible i'm afraid that you i'm afraid that thunderwave might actually crack the ice that you're in though i can make it sound like cracking i can make it look like it's being cracked they just can't feel it rumble but if it's a healthy distance away i don't think they'd question it okay okay I don't want to put you in danger that way, Hart. It's fine. No, because you're my friend. I've been used as bait before. It's okay. Yes, but this time you have a possibility of sinking into ice and getting trapped under ice like in your dreams. So. <sighs> Those exactly. aren't dreams. Those are nightmares. There's a like difference. in your nightmares, Hart. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want your nightmares to become reality again? <laughs> we don't want you to be in any kind of danger, Heart. We would never use you as bait. Okay. <laughs> Wesley, Wesley's accent kind of almost creeps out, and he says, Heart goes out on ice, <laughs> cracks through ice, Heart goes in water, whales in water. <laughs> Hart's eyes get really big and just, yeah. I want to be as far away from that as I possibly can. Yeah, because uh, Thunder Wave does damage, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so why don't we just go with sound and visuals? Yeah, for sure. um, um, I mean, I can still call lightning, change that shit to thunder, and just fucking punch through the ice. You Let's do that once they're on the ice. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. we'll do it before. <laughs> yeah, no. We're fine. All right. Have Why we got did I put plans? up with you? <laughs> Everybody ready to go? Yes. Uh, is there anything that happens before you enact the plan? Um, I don't... Th Probably I don't find so. a place to hide. Uh, that's... Because uh, uh, major image I can ha and do up to 120 feet away. Yeah, so let's try and, and stake out a good, yeah. a good spot for this. Yeah. I'm going to be right back. Yeah. So uh, it's up to you. I don't know if we have to roll for or because I, I said I was going to say uh, we were going to send a Westloy since he's mm -hmm. sneaky and light. Yep. Uh, I, I, I like all things said and done uh, as we're, we're setting up for the plan. I'll wind up having everybody do a roll. OK, uh, but yeah, and... we have the we have the plan and that's we're just doing finding the location, finding a good spot to hide that we're in uh, within reach, uh, like at least 120 feet of it. And then we're good. Yes. What was that face? <laughs> um, I just found some interesting notes left by my resident goblins. Oh, okay. Well, dark, it's, it's just, light, yeah. too many. Uh, can't can't see it. No, no, can't see it. No. Um, it's just white. It says wings is stinky. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Damn goblins. Damn uh, goblins. Wesley does the whole I'll do some diplomacy uh, with them later. <laughs> does the whole all you know black soot across the eyes, you know? So if he squints his eyes, there's no like big white globes, in, mm -hmm. you know, showing or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you know to kind of go with the the smudge he's gonna get later, just to look good. <laughs> nice. My eyes all are right. entirely white. That can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want a stealth check from Wesloy. I want an Arcana check from Kuori. Uh, I want a survival check from Hart. And I want an Arcana check from Lydia. 16. 16. It's your first good roll today. <laughs> I know. When it 23. counts. 22. Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. Okay. So... Uh, everybody is uh, put into position. You can look, uh, you are uh, led to the encampment by Wesloy uh, and you get as close as you dare. Uh, he points out a fairly thin sheet uh, in the ice. Um, this area is, is like a white desert. Uh, the fog is fairly thin today, uh, blessedly so. Uh, meaning that there's going to be a clear eye line from the encampment to see the illusion when it goes up. Um, you have your positions. Uh, Lydia has uh, given both of you your dark vision, uh, and she has activated her ability to see the invisible. Um, all eyes are on the encampment, and you are ready to go. Okay. As we're ready to go, then Corey is going to open uh, their spellbook. They're going to tear out the page of Major Image. 
and they're going to crumple it up, put it between their hands, and as their hands separate, it is just dust that cut. It's kind of like free floating between her palms, and it wraps itself around her uh, hands and as it's a very slight um, glow from her tattoos that kind of it doesn't they all they don't all glow up at the same time kind of starts at her eyes and then travels down her tattoos down to her hands and um, lets this dust have like a bit of a shimmer a bit of a glow so that as it um, fades from her fingertips it travels down through the snow almost like a snake to the point where she wants this illusion to be and it starts wrapping itself up into the shape of the illusion uh and you start seeing the snow come up the ice cracking you hear that uh that almost glass-like um breakage as you see this jagged black crystal start slowly but surely coming up um it takes, uh, she's not doing it, like, where it just pops up, like, entirely. It's taking at least a minute or two to fully pop up. But she's doing the whole 20-foot cube, so they would think they would need a lot of people to come and mine it. Right. All right. Uh, and heart is to do the thunder wave, yes? Uh, are you, no. Are you going... No. No, he is going to Burning Star use call lightning, but change call lightning to thunder instead of electricity. So that gotcha. way by the time that they are out on the ice, it is just literally like a a non-visual force just creating these dents in the ice. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so Kaori, the uh the illusion is up. You nod to heart. He goes burning star. Uh, and there is a rumbling noise. Uh, and you see cracks begin to form fissures in the ice. Uh, there's the popping and straining of uh, the flows just barely holding together. Silence. Moments pass. There is no movement. Lydia, your eyes are darting across the encampment, seeking any sign of movement. And there is none to be found. A minute crawls by. Two. Three minutes. Five. Ten. Zero movement. Nothing is happening. At ten minutes, Lydia will stand up from her, like, little hidey place. And, like, walk into the middle of the encampment. Lydia, you walk into a ghost town. There is no one here. You approach what looks to be a storage area. Uh, a tent or, or a lean-to. Uh, there are scrapes along the ground of uh, places where equipment and pickaxes have been picked up. All of the pack animals are gone. 
and mm -hmm. there is a very clear line drawn in the snow with footprints and hooves leading towards the coastline. Found the, the ship. As she was moving into the encampment, <laughs> poor Westmore was like, what the hell are you doing? And so, yeah, a little snowy <laughs> shadow is like <laughs> following. So, at, at this point, Lydia will just very loudly say, well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Kaori, I want you to repeat that line. They found the ship. And that's where we're going to leave off this week. <laughs> God, what a good cliffhanger. I'm so excited for next session, even though I used a third level slot literally for nothing. I'm sure it's, your image for nothing. It's fine. Our plan was foolproof, yet it we, was beautiful. We were Our the fools. Was beautiful. We were boo boo we, the we, fool. We were boot team boo boo the fool. <laughs> that is where we are leaving off for tonight's session. God damn it, Wings. This was an excellent, excellent game of Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you so much. Where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody. I'm Wings, uh, also known as Danae Keener. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. You can also find me at Danae Keener on Twitter. Uh, you can find my streaming schedule there, which I'm going to be updating as uh, things begin to change and shift here on the channel. Uh, but that won't be for a while yet. Uh, so look out for any new announcements. DanaeKeener.com Hello, everyone. My name is Satan, uh, or Alyssa Vamp on the internet. Uh, you can find me at Alyssa Vamp with two Ps over on Twitter, where I post uh, art. I post my um, uh, screams into the void from my finals that I just finished. Um, and I post uh, games that I'll be in because I have many games. I So many I do not... I cannot fit them on a schedule post, uh, but I will tell you about them. Other than Sunday nights with these beautiful people and these beautiful DM, uh, tomorrow I will be in Weave the Tale for our series finale of Great American Witch uh, that takes place in Route 66 in the 1970s. Um, and then on Thursday, you can find me here again uh, to be playing Mask, uh, the new generation. And I play Luciana, the Redeem or Reformed. I always get those confused. But I used to be a villain. Now I'm not. That's the whole point of it. Um, and on Saturdays, you can find me over at Valdrianth, uh, where we play Dragon Age. Then right after that, where uh, I go over to Plot Hunters, where we play D&D. And back to Sunday mornings, I play over at the Hype Goblin, where I DM for my friends. Uh, and we just finished a whole arc, and we're gonna get some downtime. We're gonna get up to some shenanigans, some consequences for their actions. But that's me, Danakino.com. Oh, hi, everybody. It's me, uh, Liz Mac, or at Liz Mac D22 uh, on Twitter. You can find me here every Sunday night uh, playing Sweet Bean Rock Gnome Cleric Lydia. Other than that, if you want to keep up with me this next month, I'm going to be going slightly insane because uh, my video game <laughs> releases June 1st, Operation Tango by Clever Play Studio, of which I'm the community manager. Uh, we now officially, for PlayStation owners out there, are on both the PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 stores. So if you own a PlayStation, 
please type in Operation Tango and hit wish list because that directly affects how much support we get by play from PlayStation at launch. Um, you can also find me over at jabroni.tv, creating content with 13 of my closest friends. And uh, for all the links in a nice, easy, easy to do thing, I've posted my link tree in the chat uh, to the right or below. And, and yeah, that's me. I will see you guys next session at deneekeener.com. And GB. Graybeard of Graybeard's Tavern. Uh, Graybeard Tavern uh, will get you to Twitter and my Twitch and everything else. I'm here on Thursdays to uh, play masks as Corey Johnson. Uh, and Corey may have found his superhero name last uh, last episode after six episodes five or six episodes he finally might have a superhero name uh so that's fun and awkward and then um um sunday mornings i'm uh here on my channel graybeard tavern and i play with lots of toys and we we, we do video games uh, uh for a couple hours 10 a.m eastern standard time and then tuesdays you can find me over on lantern noir's channel between the two of us, we have 85 years of gaming experience, and we do a, a DM talk show um, where we talk about gaming. Last week, we showed you the method that we use to make characters, um, and it's open forum. Come talk to us. If you can't catch us live, find us everywhere that podcasts are available. It's happy hour at the Old Timer Tavern. Uh, and once a month, I do uh, Monster Noir with uh, some, almost all these folks. Uh, you know, maybe we should start getting guests there so we can have Liz Mac uh, hang out with us. Huh? Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's it for me, GB. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Straw, Tomb of Annihilation, Ghost of Saltmarsh, Waterdeep, Dragon Heist, Tyrant Security, and many, many more to come. We also post those audio casts anywhere they are uh, anywhere they are made for free under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from the community, but also from each other. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us there. But before that, I would like to say once again... Thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by. We had a wonderfully active chat tonight. It was really awesome to see. I'm so appreciative of it. And thank you to Danae for running this game for all of us shitlords because we couldn't have a game without you. It's great. And again, audience, thank you so much for coming. And we will see all of you all next week. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.